Welcome back, crypto fam. Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a great holiday season with your friends and family. Hopefully no family drama in your household. If this is your first time, this is our Sin City Crypto Live. For those of you that have been here before, welcome back. We are coming at you live from Global Studios in Sin City, Nevada with a live episode. My name is David. I'm one of your co-hosts here. Before we get into the content, real quick disclaimer, we are not financial advisors. Don't take anything we say as financial advice. With that being said, let's meet our co-host. What's up, Big Rob? Hola! It's your boy, Big Rob, back in the house. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If it's your first time checking us out, a little bit about us here. We do entertainment-focused cryptocurrency information where we take the old, the boring, and stale stuff. We package it up in a fun and sexy way. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Global Media. They're our sponsor here. They also broadcast us out not only to YouTube, but other channels as well. And then we're a young, growing channel. If you could hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, the notification bell. If you like what we're doing, if you want to grow with us, we really appreciate it. Uh, David, what we got going on today, my brother? So just hit every button you can possibly hit. Uh, on the YouTube, except the dislike button. Don't hit that. Um, so today for our, our lineup, we we're going to go into our hot take followed by our talking points. And we're going to end it off with market analysis. Markets are looking juicy. They're looking after good. After the holiday season. So we're going to get into all that. But before we get into the content, how's your Christmas, Robin? Oh, man, it was amazing. You know, I got family in town, you know, turkey. You know, it's like it's basically for my Thanksgiving. I mean, for turkey? my for, yeah, for my Christmas dinner, it's usually more similar to Thanksgiving. It's like a, a you know another another go with that one. So makes sense because Thanksgiving is uh, your favorite holiday, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what was you your? Know, I would double double and triple down on that. So what was your favorite present you got? You know, and I, from who was it from? I got a lot of gift cards. You know, those are my those favorite are presents. But I did get a thermos, a uh, little, little one of those, uh, you know, hot water thermos. Not what what are those called? What are those water bottles called? The metal ones? Uh, flat hydro flask. Hydro flask. Yeah, wow, I got one. Are... It says uh, Satoshi is uh, the man or something like that on oh, there. Okay. So uh, I did get a uh, crypto related gift, so that was pretty cool uh, from my wife. So did anyone buy you any crypto? Nobody bought me crypto. I'm gonna buy myself some crypto though. I think it's a good time. Now the the I woke up today. Bitcoin did hit fifty two thousand. Think we're on an upward trend. I believe we're gearing up for that beautiful 2020 with the parabolic rise on uh, Bitcoin and crypto markets in general. So really excited. I think, I think the fear is gone. I think people are taking that, uh, that crypt that Christmas cash, throwing it into crypto. What will do you, you think? Rob, will you do me a favor? What's up? Will you, uh, check on your laptop real quick? Like what's the price of Bitcoin right now? Right now? Yeah. Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Did it did it crash this last time? I don't time know. I, I don't know. You, uh, I'm I'm curious here. Uh, I got fifty one sixty. Okay, and uh, so is 51, that over or under seventy thousand? Oh god, this guy. So if you've been watching our lives, me and Robin had a bet. He said Bitcoin was going to get to at least seventy thousand by Christmas. Obviously, it hasn't. Rob, what was your punishment again? Uh, you know what? When we uh, had the parameters of this contest, we were still in our pilot stage. So yeah, you're backing up. Basically, you know, this was all brainstorming things. That, you know, things that we can implement so, later. Hold on. So but, you're you're backing out. Is that what you're saying on live? 
YouTube no, TV. Saying, you're backing from, from our official launch. You know, we, you know, this is uh, thing, things are different. We're on a different scale now. So uh, <laughs> that is the shittiest excuse you've ever given. And you've given some pretty shitty ones. All right. Well, anyways, let's get into right. it, baby. Well, we hope you guys had a great Christmas. We're excited for our show today. We hope you are too. Let's get into our first segment the Mucho Caliente take. So, for our hot take today, the question I have is Are you putting more money into crypto or are you paying some extra into your mortgage payments this, sorry, next year, 2022? Okay. So, you put more money in crypto. You're gonna pay off your mortgage faster in 2022. Okay. What say so, you? So which uh, which part of my balance sheet is gonna have more more uh, investment, more investment into my house, or more investment into crypto? At the end of the year, I'm probably gonna be more invested into crypto. I would believe. Well, first of all, you know, I bought my house when the housing uh, market crashed earlier in 20 2008. So basically, I got a really cheap mortgage payment, so it doesn't doesn't account for a lot of my bills. So, anyways, I'm one of the fortunate people; don't have a high mortgage, so it's actually pretty uh, pretty easy for me to invest more in crypto. I invested probably five times as much crypto in last fiscal year than I did in paying mortgage. So, hmm. yeah, I think I think the trend will continue. But you know, at the end of the day, I do recommend paying your mortgage first. <laughs> so yeah uh, don't go buying crypto before you pay your mortgage, mortgage payment but if you got some extra cashola you know then then throw it into uh throw it into some crypto why not so, so what what's what's one or a few coins you're going to be focusing on to put more money in, what, in 2022 2022 i do think a big push is coming for cardano uh, i think ethereum as well but ethereum is such a large project I, I think you're going to get a be better gains and more, uh, more profit or more upside from other very stable projects. So for me, I think the metaverse is a great, is a great option right now. I think sandbox is still undervalued for where it is. I know it's pumped a lot, but their game is functional. You could play it right now. Uh, so big fan of sandbox Cardano, I think is, is going to have a big year next year. So right now, Cardano has been pumping. I think it's up like 10% just on the day. It's up about 20% on the week. Uh, I'm not exactly sure on those numbers, but we're, we've actually, had... we're doing a, a, a in-depth analysis on Cardano during our market analysis. So, yeah. so make sure you uh, well, it traded around $2 for so long that at this point, I think that it's, it's still a really good time to enter. It's at around $1.50. So I do believe it's going to trade over $3 throughout most of the year. So uh, I don't, I don't see it as a, a bad time to get in and there's a lot of upside. So if they get some mass adoption and those dApps that they've been working on and the contracts really come to fruition, I could really see $4 Cardano, $5 Cardano, even more than that. But even on the most conservative effort, you got a two X, uh, within the first quarter of 2022, in my opinion. So that's, okay. that's, that's one of my go-tos. So what about you, man? I know you've got an expensive mortgage. This guy's got a big ass house, uh, expensive mortgage. So not I true. would imagine you're probably gonna put more in your house than you are in your mortgage. Am I, am I right or am I right? I'm not, I'm not. And for one reason, all right. If you're watching, have you guys ever tried to pull equity out of your house? If you've tried, you know, it's a pain in the ass. You have to file paperwork. You essentially have to go through the entire home loan process again. So dumping extra money into my mortgage, into my house this year is just going to go. Literally, it's going to stay in the walls of my house. I'm not going to have access to it. It's not going to be liquid. I can't make more money with it. 
So that's why the extra money is going right into crypto. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the gains from the crypto and I'm going to pay off my mortgage faster. So instead of dumping more money towards my mortgage, I'm going to dump more money into crypto, take those gains, take a big lump sum, and then throw it into my house at that point. Or I might just go balls deep and take money out of my house and then not only do that, but dump that money into crypto too. So safe to say, I'm all in on crypto 2022. Well, you know, one, one thought about mortgage is that if you pay your mortgage out, so if you have a 30-year mortgage, on average, you're right around paying back two times the amount of the mortgage. So if you have a $300,000 home, after 30 years, you generally tend to spend around $600,000 uh, when you uh, add the interest straight across the 30 years. So in paying down the mortgage a lot faster and sooner, you're saving some money, and not to mention the value of your house will double triple throughout the time of having the mortgage so if you buy a, a home for a hundred thousand dollars after 20 years if you pay it off early it'll be worth probably four hundred thousand and you won't you won't have to pay so much so there are some x's to get out of the the mortgage so you can probably 3x your your mortgage or your home as far as where you bought it and Value. sell it and and if you pay it off quicker you're gonna uh, also save some money there so it's not a straight wash to just pay your mortgage off, you know, a little faster, but definitely a lot more gains to come out of crypto oh, for sure. Uh, but just something to think about. I think, I think you might be able to do a little bit of both. I try, I always make extra mortgage payments, uh, you know, not, not, not maybe a double payment, but at least 50% extra on my I mortgage. Payments, nothing so. extra in my mortgage this year. I'm going, cheap, bro. I'm doing all crypto. All right, let's move on to our next segments segment, the talking points. All right, so let's get into the trending articles of the day. Let's go ahead and pull up the laptop here. First article we're gonna talk about, Dogecoin developers published first ever roadmap for meme crypto Doge, says utility is on the way to adoption. Uh, the developers are publishing the coin's first ever roadmap eight years after its initial launch. This just goes to show you that just because a project launches as a meme coin doesn't mean it has to stay a meme coin. And I have their roadmap pulled up here. Just going to go over it with you guys really quick. Uh, they're redoing, overhauling their entire website, including their Dogepedia, which is a compilation of frequently asked questions. They're uh, constructing a Lib Dogecoin, which is a library to allow anyone to create any Doge compliant products. Uh, Dogecoin standard, the creation of the Dogecoin standard to lower the difficulty barriers for potential developers in an effort to boost developer adoption. And their GigaWallet. Uh, launch of the GigaWallet will allow developers to seamlessly integrate Doge transactions into their platform, similar to integration of other payment providers. So, Robin, you've always harped on Dogecoin and meme coins, and they have no this, no that. You're a Doge hater. You're on air being a Doge hater. What are your thoughts on this? You like it? You think it's too late? You think it's going to flop? What, what do you think? Uh, I am a Doge hater. How you doing? Now... It took you eight years to figure out so what it's time to do something with, so with your product. And basically, it's been a joke this whole time. And now at this point, you're like, holy crap, we got a lot of money. We got a lot of investors. Maybe we should actually make this product do something. And you know what? The, the roadmap is what? To make a wallet? No, the wall. I literally just read over it. You read, but I'm the library, the wallet. They're redoing their entire uh, website. Yeah, they're, they're, they're redoing add... their website. 
They got a library and a wallet. Like, what kind of roadmap? What kind of roadmap is that, bro? What do you mean? What kind of roadmap? It's a doo-doo map. Nothing's ever good enough for you. You say you don't have utility. Here you go. You're gonna have some utility, and you're still hating on the Doge community. Hating on it, man. Doge community. I'm with you guys. I was expecting when I when I read the title of this article, I was expecting the real roadmap. I'm talking about like integrating some new aspects, maybe trying to do some something, some kind of smart contract, rolling, doing some layer twos, trying to scale up, and maybe a dex. I mean, at least something, man. I mean, they, well, they're making a they're wallet. Not, who's okay, to they're not going to add to it. They're having some progress, but I mean, let's not kid ourselves, bro. It's a copy of Litecoin. It's a pretty boring. Uh, co- it copied a boring chain. The chain, the, what it is now Black is boring. boring. All it has is a freaking mascot and Elon Musk. Outside of that, it doesn't do anything. You can buy a Coca-Cola at the Mavs game, but congratulations. That's, that's all you can do. So, boo. So, okay. So, you're not giving these guys credit for actually doing something with utility. You're, you're still hating. So if they came out and said, hey, we're going to enable smart contracts, are you, are you going to get on it's the like, doge board? It's like somebody in your family that hasn't had a job forever, and then they go and they're like super proud they got like a fry cook position at uh, Wendy's or something. Okay, what's wrong with that? I'm not saying. Better I'm than not being unemployed. Right. Better than progress, being unemployed, progress, right or wrong? Progress is, is better good. Better than being progress unemployed. Okay, so I'm just saying that. You're just saying what? You're just uh, hating. You know, okay. Okay. Would, would you lend money to this guy or would you lend money to somebody that's more successful in your family that, that is reliable and could pay back? I wouldn't lend money to anyone. I don't lend money to anyone. Yeah, it's because you're cheap, bro. I'm cheap? Okay. Yeah, you're pretty cheap, bro. I'm just saying, man, give them some credit. They're doing something about it. You can't hate on a project okay. that launches good, as a meme coin. Doge, pat yourself on the back. There you go. Now, it, here's the thing. If if I'm going to take my hard-earned money and I'm going to risk it and I'm going to invest it into the future and try to make a profit out of it and, and, and hopefully it grows with the project and it becomes something that changes the world, Doge ain't it, bro. Oh, yeah, Doge and, you're, and you're, a, uh, you're, you're a fortune teller? Yeah, I can. I don't need. You, you don't need to be future. a fortune teller to to explain to people that Doge is not going to take over the Doge world. Doge was in the top ten of market cap with zero utility. Okay, is you're anybody? Me, no, no, is, no, wait, wait. You're telling me with introduced utility, they're going to drop or stay stagnant? You're wrong. Okay, how about this? Would you accept your paycheck in Doge? Me personally? Yeah. If was that my only option? No, no, my you have Hold Bitcoin, on. you have Avalanche. Okay, no, they know. You have, they there know. you go, because but you don't believe in the project. There it is. That doesn't mean I wouldn't invest money in it. I wouldn't invest my paycheck in it, mm-hmm. but I would invest. I would feel comfortable investing money in it. Absolutely. Yeah, just like you, you wouldn't. Just like you wouldn't give uh, a homeless person uh, your whole paycheck, but you know you'd help them out. You give them a little change, but do you believe in that person? You're, much you're comparing Doge to a homeless person. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Homeless person is not worth thirty billion dollars. <laughs> You're a if hater. You took all the panhandling money that are in every single one of those buckets and are hats, you gonna and invest you added in, it up, it'd probably you, be thirty billion dollars. Are you gonna I'm invest in Doge or not? No. Okay, you're, not. you're lame. All right, let's move on. NFL quarterback Macaroni Jones gifts Bitcoin to his Patriots teammates for Christmas. So he was the Patriots Santa Claus this year. He gave Bitcoin. We're not sure how much because it wasn't disclosed to all his offensive linemen, uh, to twelve of his teammates, making them Bitcoiners for the first ever time. This is a direct quote from Mac Jones says, quote, I've been studying Bitcoin for a while now. This year, I just knew I had to give some Bitcoin to my teammates. So I reached out to Bitcoin Magazine and asked for help on how to give Bitcoin as a gift. Uh, Commenting on the development, the CEO of Swan Bitcoin said, our mission is to create 10 million new Bitcoiners. Well, you just got 12 of them. So 
Here's another example of this is why I love the crypto community so much is because we are so passionate about our space that we are literally willing to give people free money just so they can see what how amazing crypto is and the things it can do. I for Christmas, I asked my two brothers, I said, do you guys want 50 bucks cash or do you want $30 in crypto? You know what they said? Cash. One said cash, one said crypto. <laughs> so I gave him both crypto. <laughs> nah, but uh, I, I love this, man. You got more and more. Again, we talk about this all the time. The more people we get outside of the crypto space that are being introduced to crypto, it's going to be great for our space. That's how we're going to get mainstream adoption. So I got, I got great nothing negative to say about this. I think it's great. Wait, it's what? Peachy. No, I really do. Wow. I got nothing negative Debbie to say. Downer's got, got nothing I, negative I agree to say. agree 100% with what David said. It's great. You know, you should be gifting out a Bitcoin. Uh, it only speaks to the market adoption. However, I do want to make a one point here. You know, I can't, you, you know, I can't go through a segment without bringing out something stupid. Isn't it coincidental that Tom Brady was gifting out Bitcoin to the fan that, that, that had his football for whatever, uh, the when he broke the, uh, the pass record for Drew Brees, and he gave them Bitcoin. He's also gifted Bitcoin to other people. He's all in on Bitcoin. And lo and behold, the new New England quarterback, the, the poster child that is supposed to be the next Tom Brady, is out here gifting Bitcoin, following the footsteps of him. It only speaks to what that institution does. They do things the right way and they're gifting Bitcoin. And you know, he's just copycatting. Tom what Brady. does the institution have anything to do with these guys giving Bitcoin out? Because it's the Patriot way, bro. Yeah. But Tom Brady's not on the Patriot, the Patriot way, but, but Brady, but he, his, his Patriot Waynism is so, Waynism. Is so ingrained into his blood that is <laughs> Wayneism. What's up, Stereo2? Stereo2 saying hi. Welcome back, my friend. Excited to have you. All right, let's move on to our next article. President Bukele fires back at critics on, quote, Bitcoin experiment. This man is getting some hate, man. On Thursday, Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele reaffirmed his belief for Bitcoin supremacy on Twitter once again, this time stating that after widespread adoption occurs, quote, it's game over for fiat. You've got uh, the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, criticized El Salvador's move to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender, but the country said, screw you, and started accepting it as legal money in September. Another guy, another hater, Andrew Bailey, the governor of the Bank of England, known critic for Bitcoin, most recently spoke out and said his concerns are that Bitcoin is extremely volatile. It's not going to be good for the country. I believe that this president is gonna be the pioneer for countries accepting cryptocurrency as legal tender. We're gonna look back 10, 15, 20 years from now, and this man is gonna go down in history as one of the most influential people regarding the cryptocurrency space. I absolutely love it. Thinking about moving to El Salvador, probably not, just to get away from Robin. What do you think, Robin? President Bukele is my hero. I mean, I love this guy. Okay, first of all, he likes to wear his hat backwards. And as a president, that speaks loudly. What but also, hell? he's copying your boy's style here. Uh, so, now, I mean, 
everybody is pushing back on them. The institution, the traditional systems, the way governments are supposed to be ran, he's outside that norm. He's breaking down barriers, he's kicking down walls, and he's making statements. Uh, he's basically taking his country out of the grips of the United States, which can be a very big bully when it comes to the financial, when it comes to, to uh, helping other countries out. Basically, they can dangle the carrot, especially if you transact and use dollars as your currency. Think about this. When the U.S. printed out all of that, that PPE money, when, they, when the U.S. gave out all of those checks to everybody in the United States, basically, they inflated the money. They printed out over two times the amount of money that was in circulation in a matter of a year and a half. Two times the amount of money that was in circulation. They doubled the money, but yet not one dollar went to El Salvador. And they basically caught the back end of the inflation. They got all the negative parts of the inflation, but they didn't get any of the positives. So why would a country sit back and just watch their money get inflated and get no benefit out of it? And that's the same position that most of the Americans are in too. You got all this inflation. You got all of these big companies making all this money. And who gets who gets the short end of the stick? It's the average, uh, the average worker, the average, the average person that gets the average salary. And other countries and other banks, they're over here. They're screaming. They're like, "No, El Salvador, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing this." Blah blah blah. And it's it's. Stupid. You know what he said? He said, "Fuck you." That's right. I'm buying more. That's right. And and check this out, guys. All right. This is amazing. Since adopting, I'm reading this directly from the article. Since adopting Bitcoin as legal currency, El Salvador has used Bitcoin profits from its Bitcoin trust account to finance the construction of 20 schools. 20 schools were built because of the money they made from Bitcoin. And they also announced they're going to spend another $4 million on a vet hospital in San Salvador. They just bought another 21 Bitcoin on Tuesday to celebrate the 21st day of the year 21 of the 21st century. And because the supply of Bitcoin I is 21 you, million. I bet I'm you digging it. El Salvador becomes the Dubai of oh, South America. 100%. Doesn't it feel like it? So Dubai, you know, it was a little late in the game as far as economic power. Right now, nobody can discount what dubai no. is now it yeah. is luxury it is straight money it is power it's political pull Legit. they basically have the middle east and that whole area on lockdown they're 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 the big dick there now with that said what <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones they're the ones that, that command all all the respect okay honestly they're the nation that other nations look at that they're in envy tell, tell me that that dubai's neighbors uh, if they, if they don't, if, if the other surrounding countries don't, don't look at them and they're like, Hey, uh, we're kind of jealous. Same thing's going to happen with El Salvador, Just my like dude. You, the reason you talk so much shit about me is because you're so jealous of me. That's exactly what the other countries are doing in El Salvador. They're extremely jealous. They're extremely jealous of what they're doing. And now they're just did hating you, on them. Did you say like you're you jealous them. of me? Is that no, what you're I heard? Jealous of me. You, I heard, I heard you're jealous of me, bro. No, you're jealous of me. Yeah. That's, uh. All right, so to sum, to sum it up, Naibu Kelly is the man. All right, let's move on. Yeah. UAE, the United Arab Emirates to jail promoters of fraudulent cryptocurrency scheme for five years. Offenders to pay over 270K in fines. Uh, pr fraudsters promoting online crypto scams now face a possible five-year jail sentence plus a fine of 272. So here's, I don't think this goes far enough, right? I think not only the promoters should be fined and jailed, 
but the people that actually launched the projects should get fined and jailed. Now, it's not possible to do that because literally a dog on the street who knows how to use a computer can go to Binance Smart Chain and create their own token, create some hype around it, and then just rug pull everything. I think the solution to this is going to be anyone who wants to launch a token or project has to do a KYC. You got it's too easy for anyone to go in anonymous, pump up a project, dump their bag on everyone and rug pull and take people's hard earned money away from them. I think that's something we need to see. Now, the, the ideal world will be just have that. But, you know, the government's going to look at this and they're going to say, no, that's not enough. We have to regulate this and we have to regulate that and we have to add this. So it's the waters are going to get muddy. But there has to be some sort of protection for people who are coming into the space. Imagine if you're new to crypto and the very first project you're excited about, you want to go and invest money and then it ends up being a rug pull. That's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You're going to lose out on your money. You're going to think crypto as a whole is a absolute scam. That's why when people ask me, hey, I want to get into crypto. What crypto should I buy? My first answer is always, will always be Bitcoin because I don't ever have to worry about them losing money on Bitcoin if they plan on holding it long term. That's all I got. Robin, what do you think? You know what? They are already jailing people for this exact behavior in the United States. However, it's not for cryptocurrency, it's for Wall Street. And I think if the US had a stronger stance when it came to basically fraud, and manipulation uh, as they do in Wall Street. If they held that same standard for cryptocurrency when it comes to the bad actors, uh, I don't know why they don't do that. Basically, if you do insider trading, if you uh, if you basically steal money or you fraud people, like basically the, the U.S. can go after you for that. You can go to jail. That's why you see Martha Stewart in jail. It's because of insider trading. You get to see all this other all these other people that that run Ponzi schemes or do a, a shady business deals in Wall Street, these same, these same people, they are, uh, the same things are happening in cryptocurrency. So I'd like to see the U.S. step up and, and drop the hammer and basically hold people accountable for stealing people's money. Uh, basically, you can go to, you go to any YouTube channel and you can see on YouTube, which is a U.S. company uh, run by Google, like, why are they allowed to run scams on there? Why why doesn't the US government be like, hey, can can you take down the scams? Like they're all over the place. And when you go on YouTube, Dave, don't yeah. you see a Ethereum giveaway thing? And it's oh, like and it has time. like live and it has a bunch of viewers. And nothing is ever done to stop that. And but yet you you don't see that in Wall Street. You know, you yeah. basically anytime, and, and it just sees the, 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 the Arabic, uh, Emirates, em, how do you, geez, how do you, the UAE, <laughs> United they, they, Arab Emirates, <laughs> <laughs> they, they are basically being proactive and I, I like here's, to see that. It, here's it's my good, worry man. though, man. I don't want to see anybody lose here, their money. Here's my worry, right? If the U S steps up and says, all right, we're going to do something similar. My worry is it going to take a, a small problem. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, it's a small problem and they're going to blow it up and try to blanket, blanket yeah, find that, everything. That's what the U.S. does. And it should. And I'm not saying that we need like some large blanket regulations and, and crackdown here in the U.S. I'm just saying that like 
the UAE is it's targeted, it's focused, and it's to the point. They're not trying to ban something or, or make everything hella complicated. They're just like, look, if you fraud people and you steal people, we're gonna throw you in jail. Straight yeah. up. And that's how it should be in the it US. Be. And they do that in Wall Street. I mean, obviously there's a lot of regulations there as well, but it's already being done, man. But people are scared. Here's, to, the, to here's be the problem. Here's the problem too. These smart chains. They have to step up too, and they they have to like KYC the people that are trying to launch tokens. Like literally, when I say anyone, I mean anyone. You don't have to show proof of who you are, your social, nothing. You can go launch a token. You can launch a scam token and scam people out of millions of billions of dollars. You can do the same. You can start a small business and then get people to invest yeah, but, in it, and then you can just close down a business. Yeah, but you have to like if you start a business, you have to fill out an application, who you are, your social number, yeah. your driver's like. You know what I'm saying? They know who you are. People can come after you in cryptocurrency. Like a lot of the projects, the people are anonymous, right? You think there should be more regulation from that sense? From the smart chains like Binance, Ethereum, Cardano, yes. Don't let just anyone launch a project. Make them do a KYC. What if, what if we what if we want to launch our own our own token here at Sin City Crypto? I don't mind doing that, but I would also wouldn't mind telling them who I am, where I live, what my driver's license number is. Like I would have no problem because my, I don't have hey, any bad hey. intentions. And uh, the government knows who you are. That's they watching. But they watching, bro. I'm just saying, man. Like <laughs> enough with this bullshit. All right, let's move on. Everything you need to know about OpenDAO's SOS token airdrop to OpenSea users. If you've ever spent any money on OpenSea, you can claim a free airdrop of SOS token. Uh, one of the uh, people that's big in the NFT space decided to reward the people who have been NFTs, NFT community. They airdropped a token. It's now worth $300 million in market cap. I personally, myself, was able to claim it. It was absolutely amazing. This is why I love the NFT community so much is because stuff like this, okay? Since it dropped Christmas Eve, Christmas came early for all the NFT traders that were on OpenSea. Uh, tons of my friends and family who had bought NFTs, they all were able to claim their, uh, their airdrop. And the great thing about it too is everyone in the community is saying, we're not going to sell it. We're going to hold it. We want to make everyone in the NFT community money. I love the nft community for this reason they stick together they help each other out uh i remember a, tw a twitter one time this guy was like hey i'm new in nfts i really want to buy one but i don't have i'm sure like 50 bucks for gas money literally three people in a matter of five minutes said hey send me your eth address i'll send you some money to buy your first nft that stuff doesn't happen in other areas man that's why i love the community so if you've ever bought an nft on OpenSea. We'll drop the link of the website for the claim in our uh, description when we're done with the stream. Make sure you go on there and see if you're eligible to claim any free airdrop tokens. Got anything to add, Robin? Uh, I'm not the big NFT guy. Yeah, uh, here you are. Uh, basically, if you got some, free, you get a free airdrop. Cool, man. I mean, why not? I, I love free airdrops, bro. That's who doesn't. You know now. What you said as far as the community is going to hold it, uh, I don't believe that. I think, well, of course, not everyone's going to hold it, but and say that. But at the end of the day, people are greedy; they're going to make money. So, yeah, but it's free money. So, all right, let's move on. Just one point three million Bitcoin left circulating on crypto exchanges. 
6.3 of total Bitcoin supply is left on exchange wallets. According to a new analysis, the decreasing supply is nothing new, trending down since the halving in 2020. Uh, here's a little chart of all the breakdown of the exchanges that hold them. You can see Coinbase is in the lead, but uh, their dominance dropped from 50.5% down to 40.65%. And I want to pull up, I got Glassnode pulled up here. This is a chart showing the outflow in volume. So the amount of Bitcoin leaving exchanges, you can see here, we are at an all-time low for the year. This typically means people are hodling, which typically means when, this, when the demand for Bitcoin increases with less and less Bitcoin available on these centralized exchanges, the price will skyrocket. Robin, I know you're a big, um, what are these called? Big Rob, yeah, that's what it is. No, yeah, no, no. That's right. I, I know you, you know you're big on charts like this and analysis and exchange and hash rate. Like, what are your thoughts on this, man? So, basically, it just goes to show that people are hodling their Bitcoin. They're taking it off the exchanges. They're not interested in trading it. Uh, however, there can be two outcomes that play out from this. Uh, with less coins on exchange, uh, now, with less coins in circulation, better for the hodlers, better for the long-term movement. However, when there's less tokens on the exchange, the price movement can be a little bit more drastic and volatile. Uh, it takes less, the order books aren't as deep. There isn't as much, as, there isn't as much trading back and forth. So if there's a big sell-off, there's a big crash, the price will generally crash pretty quickly. And at the same time, it happens in the other way as well. So as I mentioned earlier in the show, I do believe that we are, we are gearing up for a big push. So with a lot of tokens leaving the exchange, if, if a lot of buyers come in, if there's a lot of buy orders, the price is going to moonshot. Let me ask so, you, imagine this, you guys. Imagine these levels of Bitcoin on exchanges dropping. And imagine we're at this level and a spot ETF gets passed. Imagine that. Oh, there, there ain't enough Bitcoin on the exchange. 1.3 1. Yeah. million Bitcoin. I mean, that's still, you know, you have 17, you have 17 million. So it's one, one seventeenth of the Bitcoin or probably one fifteen. Nothing, man. So it's still a large, don't, don't short, don't short sell how much Bitcoin that is. Uh, I mean, over a million Bitcoin is a lot, but with that said, that means there's over 15 million Bitcoin that is not on exchanges. That is a ton of Bitcoin. And so, I mean, I'm excited, man. If there's, if there's a spot ETF, I mean, like we're, we're 20 percent of that that's on exchanges is going to get bought up. Oh yeah. We're we'll you easily double. You also got to think uh, Coinbase also has, for example, they have like their, their big player accounts. So if like for Michael Saylor, for example, if yeah. he's going to go buy Bitcoin, he's not going to go to Coinbase and buy it off of the order books. Basically, they then negotiate a price and then they buy uh, directly from the exchange and that doesn't affect the order books. And yeah. I would imagine that's what the BTC will also, you know, a spot ETF would do for Bitcoin as well. Uh, whoever runs it. So say Grayscale is running the spot ETF. Eventually, when it does pass, uh, they won't clear out the order books so they won't dig into this 1.3 million however it will take a big chunk of the supply out so yeah gonna be awesome let's move on to our last talking point cardano founder charles hoskinson 
on goals for 2022. So they uh, sent out their 2022 roadmap. I'm going to read a couple quotes here from the founder of Cardano. Quote, my goal for the second half of 2022 is to figure out how to pull all the prices together. Sorry, all the pieces together to get an end-to-end microfinance transaction on Cardano so that a real person in Kenya or somewhere with a blockchain-based identity and credit score, stablecoin on the other side, Cardano is a settlement rail, peer-to-peer, person-to-person, click a button, loan goes to them, they pay it back, goes to the other side. Um, Just want to pull up a picture of Cardano's ecosystem. Look at how robust their ecosystem is. And we are literally three months out from when they launched their smart contracts. This will continue to grow exponentially. If you don't have any Cardano, not financial advice, but I would strongly consider, strongly consider adding it to your portfolio. Great entry point at a, under a dollar sixty, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I know Robin's a big Cardano homer, and I don't blame him for that because our project is absolutely amazing. Look, pull up that slide one more time. Take a look how much just, NFT gaming there is. Did you, you just I, closed it. Yeah, hold on. I can, I can pull it back up. Yeah, no worries. No, no, I got it. Hold on, right here. So. Yeah, look how large the NFT gaming is. So with NFT gaming, it is 100% reliant oh, wow. on smart contracts uh, to to transact the NFTs, to send them from the chain or whatever to follow. Anyways, it's, it's all bound to smart contracts. So when people say, oh, smart contracts, uh, they're not doing anything at Cardano, like, let's be real. Uh, also with all of their lending, uh, the all their DEXs they have there. Look how many DEXs they have. Was it? They have a lot, Dexes, man. It looks like, uh, and that's, and they, I think they have more than just that as well. Uh, and then, uh, basically, basically where, where I'm getting at is that they, their, their ecosystem is huge, uh, and growing guys with, with the, uh, uh, with, with Cardano, I know they, they mentioned Africa. So that is one of their biggest, uh, their, their biggest parts of their roadmap. So they have partnered with governments in in africa several of them three of them to be exact uh kenya and they're also helping out with the wireless uh phone system so a lot of a lot of people have smartphones they just don't have any any network they just don't have anywhere they don't get any signal uh so cardano is also partnered down there to uh, help people get get connected to the networks uh they're doing their identification system at the schools uh, and now it looks like they're pushing more towards this uh, banking the unbanked. So that's their 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 like motto or phrase that they repeatedly say. So with banking the unbanked, he references small loans. So for us, it's easy to get five hundred dollars or a thousand dollar loan uh, throughout either like a payday loan. I mean, is is super simple. But you can go to the banks and get a small loan or open up a credit card or credit line, uh, line of credit. Now, it's impossible for anybody. In, in third world nations to do this, especially in, in impoverished African nations. So with this, you can have your identity on the Cardano network. You can send uh, money that way, and then you can you can transact loans as well. So, uh, and this is all backed by the community. So the loans, the Cardano loans, basically I can, I can provide liquidity. And then from there, people can borrow uh, from my liquidity and then pay back an interest. So I make money as well. But the people that weren't able to get loans, buy a home, a car, go to college, uh, now they have new means uh, due to blockchain technology. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, yeah.
All right, let's move on to our next segment and our final segment, the market analysis. All right, let's get into the market. Let's pull up the laptop here. So cryptocurrencies are up 1.6% over the last day as a whole. We have your boy Bitcoin sitting really nice at $51,483, up 10% over the last seven days. Tons of volume, guys. $24 billion in volume over the last 24 hours. ETH has kind of been teetering in the... Between a 3,900 to 4,100 spot. Are we going to see a big pump from Ethereum? I would say yes. Uh, the metrics show that it is due for a swing to the upside. Binance Coin sitting at 568. Solana over $201, up 15% on the week. XRP up 10%. Terra Luna moved up to number nine, up 15%. Terra Luna was actually one of the biggest gainers in 2021. They gained a total of 85 hundred percent in the year 2021 the other two biggest gainers of 2021 are dogecoin which gained 3800 uh percent and solana 6400 percent didn't you say you weren't a big fan of uh of terra luna i'm not yeah but doesn't mean they didn't pump so they definitely pumped uh polygon matic two dollars and 77 cents i am actually personally what do you think is a better investment next year terra luna or doge 2022 doge damn really yeah yeah over terra luna huh? over terra luna okay polygon matic 277 me personally i am waiting for a nice pullback to the two dollar and 20 cent range because i'm going to load up on more polygon it's up 30 percent over the last seven days robin and i are in agreement that polygon is going to crack the top 10 in the next quarter Bro, Polygon is set to explode. Absolutely. Don't let the short-term gains fool you. It's got so much potential. All of the all of the DAP makers and producers on Ethereum have nothing stopping them from building out on Polygon. And when you look at the gas fees, you look at the congestion on the Ethereum network, it only makes sense to to move your platform over to Polygon faster, cheaper, smarter. So that's right. And, uh, uh, big news coming out of Avalanche. They just got listed on CoinList. Uh, now, if you've never heard of it before, it's not a huge exchange like Coinbase or Binance, but it is valued over $1.5 billion. So that might be behind the little pump we have here, up 6% over the last seven days. Let's go ahead and take a look at the biggest gainers and losers of today. We're going to go to the top 100 because that's all we care about right now. You got Ravencoin up 18% on the day, Immutable X. IMX up 18%, SushiSwap up 18%, and Stacks is up 12%. Some of your top losers for the day, Curve Dow. Oh, look, Terra Luna's one of the big losers today. Uh, Near Protocol. Now, as far as biggest losers of 2021, coming in at number one, we got ICP down 96% on the year. We did do a deep dive on ICP. We will drop the link in the description below. Make sure you go check that out. It was absolutely amazing. EOS coming in at number two, down 86% for the year. And rounding out the top three biggest losers of 2021, Monero XMR, down 66%. Biggest loser, David. Biggest. <laughs> Let's get into, gonna do a uh, some technical analysis on a couple coins here. First one we wanna look at, obviously, is Bitcoin. 
This is the four-hour chart I got pulled up here. If you watched our live show on Thursday, I did mention we had a double bottom here and here, and look what's happened since. We are currently in an uptrend on the four-hour time frame. We're doing higher highs, higher or higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs. The definition of an uptrend. We need to break the level. We need to break, my friends, is going to be right here. 52,000, we need to break and stay above it. If we can do that, our next stop is going to be to break this 57,400 mark. Robin, you think we're going to hit that mark? Yeah, the level to break here is 100K, in my opinion. Now, in the short term... baby steps, though, man. Yeah, nah. Uh, in, in the short term, it'll put us right back on track to where we were right before we had that, that micro dip. I don't want to call it micro dip, but uh, the pullback that we had was about a month ago, right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's get back on track. I think a lot of people were expecting huge Decembers, myself included. Uh, you were just, wrong. Just by looking at the trends and the market data from the past uh, bull cycles, everything was indicating that was where we were going. I think I think a lot of people uh, over leveraged themselves and put themselves in position for those expectations. And when too much of the market leans one direction, the market will do the opposite. Uh, so I think now the interest is coming back in. The holidays have passed. I think people are going to start getting into uh, some more crypto. I think some more money's coming in. Some big pumps are coming. Uh, 57,000 for sure. And then uh, I think I think January is definitely going to be over 60,000. Yeah. I, and I, I stand behind that with 100% conviction. So uh, good times to come. That's what I'm going to agree with you. Oh, nice. We put my laptop back again. So we talk about, uh, so what I have on here is Bollinger Bands. We talk about when Bollinger Bands start to constrict, start to get tighter, there is going to be a break, whether it's to the upside or downside. We don't know. But we see here on the four-hour chart for Bitcoin, it has broken the top Bollinger Band. If we can stay above it, we are going to keep creeping up. Let's move on to the next coin I want to do an analysis on is Cardano. Broke down or uh, um, bounced off its support at $1.21. You can see here it's broken. This is a daily time frame, by the way. Uh, typically on longer time frames, the trends are a little more secure. They're a little, you can be a little more confident in a trend if it's on a longer period time frame. We have the RSI getting close to overbought, kind of playing in the middle here. Just had the directional index cross over green, which is a great sign. Again, broke over the Bollinger Band here. What's going to happen? Let me show you another example we covered last week. This is the Matic chart. Here we showed you guys it broke above the Bollinger Band. And since it broke above the Bollinger Band, we are up 30, to, sorry, 30, uh, 30 cents on the coin. So you can see here the Bollinger Bands are expanding, which means it's, uh, I don't want to say volatile, but there's a lot of movement happening here, you guys. Ada, big news with the uh, roadmap from Charles Hoskinson. So, um, yeah. I thought it was Charles Hoskins. No, it's Hoskinson. Are you sure about that? Yeah. You got uh, anything to add here? Because I'm pretty much done. Uh, no, man. I I think the markets are going the right direction. I think everything's looking juicy. Uh, if you're holding crypto in long term, uh, everything is pointing up in the green. It's time to buy. It is time to hodl. It is time to get excited for 2022 because we're in for a long and prosperous ride. That's right. All right.
let's roll the outro we are done with our live show today you guys thank you so much for coming back make sure hit the subscribe button help us grow we're growing like the video share it hit the bell notification but most importantly come back tomorrow 11 a.m pacific standard time that's right another live show mm -hmm. tomorrow guys tomorrow. love you we love you Hasta luego. Hasta luego. goodbye, goodbye.